0: Love, talk Radio. With God's name, peace be upon you all. Good evening. This is New Mind Development Project. I'm your host, John Nasheed, on this blog talk radio program broadcasting from the beautiful New New York, every Thursday evening at 7 p.m. And once again, we welcome you. Uh, on this uh, weekly program, and uh, we pray that God's blessings is upon each and every one of you, your family, your property, etc. Once again, we welcome you, and last week we had finished off a topic. We were talking on the uh, Satan, the enemy of mankind. We were also talking about the human senses to protect us from the influences of uh, faith. And uh, this is a topic that Imam uh, Muhammad spoke on over the years, and also uh, Satan, an open enemy of man. And uh, it's very important for us to understand, because we know a lot of information that we have regarding uh, religion uh very very complicated to understand. So we thank God for blessing us with a leader, Imam Warthy Muhammad, to you know, kind of break these things down and give us a clear understanding as to how to perceive. Uh also another thing in the Quran it mentioned that we should read. Read means to have a a perception, to to comprehend, to read God's creation also read your own human self. You know, we must know the human mind, the human body, and how it functions and all of the components of the human body that God gave us. And uh, once we begin to understand how we're constructed, then we can see our potential. And everything that God gave us, he gave it to us for the benefit of using it for our benefit. So, A lot of things we see outside of ourselves because we don't know ourselves. Uh, People uh, teach us in a lot of different kinds of ways when, in many cases, we just have to look inside of our own selves, purify our heart quite nicely, and look inside of our own selves and, you know, see our system go to work for us. So this is our five senses that God gives us, and these five senses are, Windows to the world the, the windows of the soul that looks out into the world and uh, uh, bring us back a comprehension of the reality of God, our smell, our taste, our touch, our sight, our hearing all of these things are resources and benefits for the human person, and this also protects us from the influence of uh, Satan, or Shaitan, or the enemy of mankind, and that's very, very important to understand because we know that Satan, as we mentioned last week, that everything that God creates or produces, Satan comes behind and creates a copy of it. the peace that they were in and took them off of the cost that God had originally put man on, called Adam. and Adam is the whole of creation, <coughs> all of us. First of all, the original human person, and then branching out to the whole of human mankind. And that's in Sir 2 uh, verse 36, and also He mentioned that Satan's plan is but to incite enmity and hatred between you. In other words, divide and conquer. Hatred between one against the other. And we see that taking place in the world today. If we read the newspapers or listen to television or radio, just hatred division between one another. And people lying, deceiving, and all the rest of these kinds of things just to get the upper hand. So that's Satan. Satan has become so successful in infiltrating the unity of mankind and breaking us up in so many different components that he can control each and every one. That's why I say again that this is why it's so important to be believers in God and turn on our senses and turn them on in in a way that's pleasing to God. And once we see things, if you see it right, then quite naturally Satan can't deceive you. The only way he can deceive you is when we have a false perception of God's reality. And then he's right in there. So these senses are very important. Very, very, very important. And as Imam Muhammad says, the prophet spoke of the five senses to protect us from the harm of Satan, the enemy. Uh, He's also called shaitan in the uh, Islamic religion. And Satan's plan is is but to incite enmity and hatred between you. And that's in Surah 5, verse 91, or chapter 5 and 91 verse. And also in 16th chapter 99 verse, there's no authority has he over those who believe and put their trust in their Lord. And when we say Lord, we're talking about creator. And actually, this is the way that God originally introduced himself to us in Scripture, in the Holy Quran. He said, Breathe in the name of thy Lord who created. As the Lord means creator. He's a creator and he's also the God of man. He's the Lord of man. He's the God of man. But God means that the one that we give our worship to, and he didn't ask us to worship him. He asked us to learn about him, to know him, that he's the creator. How do we know God? How do we know the, the creator? We know him by his creation. It's very clear. It makes it very clear. Read in the name of the Lord who created so if we don't want to know God, if we want to know things like the mercy of God, the the uh the uh glory how to glorify God, how why do we glorify God and things of that nature? Study the creation. It's a marvelous creation. Marvelous, a marvelous creation that God created. And why did He create it? He created it for the benefit of the mind in the country and, and actually we do it once a year with our grandchildren we go up to pick apples but you can smell the apple before you even get to the orchard, the apple orchard you can smell them I mean, it's just, so this is a sense that we have that God blessed us with say we were born by mm, nice smell, smell like apples right, so then, uh, then now the, the sight kicks in now we're looking for the tree. And then once we find the tree, then the taste kicks in. And this is with everything that God created. You know, one of our senses will be able to pick it up and perceive it with the right kind of perception to take us or protect us from the uh, influence or the false perception that Satan is trying to duplicate. Uh, let me just mention this also, maybe for a little clarity. Uh, he said, so it is true. If God produces a Bible, then Satan also wants to produce a Bible. If God produced a Quran, Satan also wants to produce the Quran. And he wants to make it look so much like the one God gave you that you can hardly tell the difference for so the average person will not be able to tell the difference. So this is why it's so important to keep our perceptions correct and we keep it correct by making certain that our senses are pure and the senses are pure as a result of the purification. Then Satan enters into the heart When the heart is right The perception is right God knows best <clears throat> So we're going to talk a little about Satan Hopefully in this particular segment This uh, Thursday evening That we can bring a little more insight uh, With the with the help of our Imam Warthi Muhammad And as I mentioned Often that Imam, Mufti Muhammad, is the son of the Elijah Muhammad, the Uncle Elijah Muhammad, and uh, he became the leader of our Muslim community here in America since 1975. Because we know in America we lost our identity, and give us an identity, and you know work with us to try to develop a cultural life, a cultural life for our for our benefit, and these influence and in affect the generations that's coming behind us. You know, everybody has these things, so quite naturally, if we don't have it, how successful could we be in reading and using the Quran in a practical way? quite naturally we can't. So in other words, the person has to be built over and given an, an identity. So we thank God for that. We thank God for Him. And uh, we see our community slowly evolving and it will be continue to evolve over time <coughs> if we keep our perceptions clear. Our senses turned on and our Perceptions clear and quite naturally we're going to be successful cause all human beings in the nature of human beings to develop and, uh, and uh, from different, well, one stage to another stage, three stages of development stage of total darkness and then another stage of coming into light and then another stage of divine understanding so it's a period of time over time and all of these things happen naturally the only reason that this process is slowed down is because Satan is in the picture. You know, we have to fight Satan. <laughs> and the harder we fight Satan, the stronger our Nas our soul become. So there's three developments of the soul. First stage is is uh where a person is actually prone to sin. Satan has a hand on him. And that first stage But eventually he's going to grow out of that. And then he's going to come into a conscious stage where he knows the difference between right and wrong. And it's not so easy for Satan to get him at that point, but he can get him. And then eventually if he holds on, then he comes into that divine mind or the divine knowledge that God desires for each and every one of us. And this is the enlightenment of the intellect. And uh, when 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 the light is on, quite naturally, Satan flees. Actually, Satan flees in the presence of God. Whenever God's name is called, Satan flees. Just can't take that light. And uh, you know, we see that example also in stories or movies that was written. Old old movies, written books, movies made out of Dracula and Frankenstein and. Those kinds of stories, He's talking about Satan, and why uh, I God is the best Noah. So Satan being the Kafir, the disbeliever, the rejecter of faith. Now let's take a look. Take a little look at this in Revelation twenty-one and ten. Imam Muhammad mentions that and he, he he uses this example here. He said, "And the devil that deceived them was cast into a lake of fire." and brimstone, where the beasts and false prophets are, and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. So, you know, eventually God catches up with that devil. He gives him an opportunity uh, to do all he can to deceive mankind. But eventually, God teaches us right in the Bible. This is not the Quran. This is the Bible. He said he would be cast into a lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophets are and shall be tormented day and night. So we see that the fire is a a means of torment. And, you know, sometimes when we hear these terms, we think of the literal fire. But this fire represents the fire of tormenting the soul that's the worst fire. Because actually, if he was just thrown in a physical fire, the body is burnt away. And that's the end of it. But no, this body just continuously is tormented day in and day out. It's like uh, flesh being burnt off of the body and God replacing it with another flesh to be burned off and another flesh to be burned off and so forth and so on. So the beast, the uh, the, the lower the lower the lower man a lower form and the false prophets <clears throat> quite nicely, false prophets that come and try to deceive man they're going to be in that same kind of circumstance says, who is Satan? he's the devil uh, many religious people have been spooked up spooked up on the churches the synagogues the mosques and made to think that Satan is some invisible ghost that hovers around waiting for an opportunity to come and take over your life and lead you to do something bad. And uh, many, many of us uh, think like that. We think the devil. You know, we hear something fall in the room and think it's a spook or a devil or something of that nature. You know, this is the kind of understanding that we have. Is that and it's taught in churches, I mean big edifices there, millions of millions of dollars stone, beautiful marble and leaded glass windows and steeples and things, beautiful mosques, masyards and synagogues, much money invested in, but look at the small picture that we give mankind concerning Satan. Now Satan, remember, Satan is the open enemy of mankind. This is what God teaches us in the Quran. And he teaches us this also in the Bible and the Torah. But this is what we have to if our perceptions is off as the leaders, then what are we going to teach the people? So we live in a spooked up society, a spooked up world in regard to matters of religion, especially concerning the devil, shaytan, and uh, quite nasty God knows best. So this Satan is not some kind of invisible ghost that is hovering around, you know, waiting for an opportunity to to take our life and lead us into doing something bad. You know, this is a component that we have, men and jinn. You know, we made up of different components, as I mentioned earlier. And if we don't control these things, and quite nicely they're going to get out of hand. You know, in the story of genie, the genie, uh, the gin, they call it genie. I love genie, I think. But it's the gin they're talking about. And as long as the genie is in the bottle with the top on, then there's no problem. And that bottle is representing... The human body, uh, with his gene contained, or the gene genie in this particular case, but once he takes the top off, and uh, he's free, then he wreaks hot, havoc all over wherever he goes. And this is the same thing in the life. If we're, we free him from uh, the res- if we, from the restrictions of being free and contain him for our benefit. And if he gets free, then he's going to create misery and suffering in our life. So you have to open the door for Satan. In other words, if you open the door for Satan, then Satan's going to come out. But if you keep that door locked, then Satan is going to be an asset to you. He's going to serve the interests of human life. Imam Muhammad said that there is no Satan outside outside of your body unless that Satan is inside somebody else's body. What does that mean? That means that everybody has a Satan <laughs> or has that kind of influence in there naturally in them. It's a natural thing in them. And they asked the Prophet Muhammad, reading that they said his companions they asked him how Muhammad, do you have this jinn in you and he said yes I have him in me also and this is the prophet but he said I have him under my control in other words he don't work against him he works for him so this is uh from within no independent existence outside of that person and uh, for us Muslims and I'm pretty certain Christians and Jews if we study our prophets then we will see that that did Jesus have this jinn in him yes, Moses and every other human being from Adam all the way to Prophet Muhammad and I say that to say that Adam being the first man, first uh, prophet, and Prophet Muhammad being the seal of the prophets, meaning the last. So they all had it. They were teachers of mankind, teaching the same message that God gave from the beginning It's the same message in the end. And this is why we always say that you can't divide God's prophets nor his scripture. The scripture is one Revelation from God, the prophets, the same. Jesus, Moses, Abraham, every prophet that God sent to mankind was from God with the same message. The message was evolving over time, growing man up over a period of time, but nonetheless the same message. And those of us, when we start fighting one another, when we start to understand that, if we look in the Bible or the Torah or the Quran, we'll see a consistent message. God is the best Noah, and his message is for the guidance of mankind from the beginning to the end. And we say, alhamdulillah, praise be to God. If there is a devil in you, that devil has grown in you. It has come to birth on something that started within you like lies, cheating, weak ideas, or wrong thinking. See, in other words, we open the door. You know, Satan can't do anything. He just extends to us an invitation. He extends to us an invitation of a lie or some weak idea or some kind of wrong thinking. Now, we open up to that wrong thinker, that wrong idea, then this is how Satan makes his entry. If there is a devil in you, that devil has grown in you. It has come to birth on something that started within you like lies, weak ideas, or wrong thinking. So it comes as a small seed, just like a seed that we put into the earth and then that earth, that seed is nurtured over a period of time. And then that seed grows up in the human life, and then we become devils. <laughs> right? Until we change, until we submit, until we repent, then Satan becomes our leader, and Satan becomes our ruler. And how do we know that? Well, you don't have to be a scholar. To understand that, just look in society. I was looking at a, reading a story about a few months ago where a man killed his wife. <clears throat> she disappeared and she couldn't find a body so they assumed that he killed her. And then it looked like the story was getting ready to come out. He took his two little boys and he put them in the house with himself and he set the house on fire, and burned him and the children up. That's the devil. When you see uh, people planting bombs to blow innocent people up just because of some political or religious idea, that's the devil at work. And we see many stories today, uh, rapes and child abuse and sexual, sexual uh, uh pornography of little children and things of that nature. Who, who do we think that is? <laughs> That's the influence. Satan is influencing the life of that individual to carry out those kinds of actions. not a normal condition for a human being to act. It's the infiltration of Satan into his life because the five senses in that individual have been turned off. These are like... Watchdogs looking out for the interests, and when we look out in society, we see God's creation, and we know God's creation because we are in tune with the reality. But when we are not in tune with the reality, then we can be looking at something that appears to be reality, when the reality is falsehood, and quite massive God is the best knower, so we're feeding. Say, up the door and feeding Satan, or opening up the door to invite him into our lives. This is the difference between the person who does good and the person who does bad. And uh, Quite nicely, God knows best. These things begin to grow a particular disposition in you, and pretty soon your disposition is one of evil and wickedness, and they continue to grow, and you and uh, you will take the form of a devil as they continue to grow. As a person becomes evil, then they may become wicked, and then they become in the form of the devil. So the person, so we're looking at a human being. He has all of the features and characteristics of a human being, but his soul have been transformed into the form of a devil. It could be your wife, it could be your mother, it could be your friends, your classmates, it could be you. It doesn't make a difference. But once we give ourselves to that invitation, then we have begun to change our disposition. And we are doing it to ourselves not something to happen outside of ourselves. So this is why prayer is so important. And what is prayer? Prayer is, we call it dua. Prayer is communication with God. And surely, prayer keeps one away from indecency and evil. And this indecency and evil, we're not talking about outside of ourselves. We're talking about that indecency that might rise up within ourselves. Decency and evil. So the remembrance of God is what? The greatest force of all. And surely the remembrance of God is the greatest force of all. It beats any other force. So if we think Satan is strong, then try remembering God. The remembrance of God. And see, our dua, and we do it, certain we put our hands up and we speak to God. Even if you don't put your hands up, you know, God accepts it. Even if you don't verbalize it, if you just just thinking in your mind, in your heart, spirit, God hears your prayers and God protects you from the evil influences of Satan. And there's many different ritual things that we do, but these are reminders to keep us on port, point and also to teach us in, in our practical life because God don't need rituals, God uh, don't need these things, right? These are things that maybe man uses for whatever reason, but we, everything that we need, every component that we need to serve God, God already gave it to us. He created it in the very nature of our human selves, our eyes, our ears, our heart, <clears throat> our, our, our bodies, our uh, Everything, everything that we have, and things that we can see, and things that we can't see, uh, aspirations, our uh, appetites, uh, motivation—all of these things—they, they all have a purpose that God created, and to use these things to bring about a better life for the human family on this planet Earth, and uh, one human being should be working to give support help to complement another human being. You know, that's important because as I mentioned early on, a few programs ago, maybe there, this is one human family on this planet Earth. Satan comes in quite naturally and he divides it by color, by economics, by education and things of that nature. But no, one human family. And if we have money and others don't have money, and we have a principle of charity, that charity to take care of those who don't have. The person who has an education, he has a responsibility to teach those who are not educated. And on and on and on. This is one human family that God created for the same purpose. And all of us should grow in the cause of God. There's no big eyes and little use of things of that nature in God's creation. Man does it by influences of faith. So let's keep these things in mind because it's very important. Very important that we submit our will to do God's will. When we speak of the devil, we are not talking about something physical. We are talking about the person within the physical body. We are talking about the person within the physical body, not something physical that we see. So it's this spirit within the physical body that has worked to influence the soul, to transform the soul from what God created to what Satan created. Now remember, we mentioned earlier that every time God creates something, Satan comes behind Yeah. You know, that's that's uh you know, that's uh, excellent information. I mean sometimes we say this thing is so complicated, you say it just can't be that easy just destroying the mind. You know, we can we can you know, Ali Imam Wafi Muhammad when he first came into office he said uh remake the world. And he wasn't talking about the physical uh dust, um, rock, and air, and those kinds of things as far as the world is concerned. He's talking about the world of man, the world of mind, the mind of man. This is a corrupted world that we live in. And it's obvious that it's a corrupted world because everything that God says in Scripture don't do, we see it done right here in this world. So he said remake the world. So how do you remake the world? Remake the world by remaking the mind. This is why God sends us scripture. He sent us the Torah. He sent us the Injil, the Bible. He sent us the Quran. And man was to take that message to mankind for the purpose of changing his mind, giving him a new mind, destroying the ways of the devil and replacing it with the ways of God. That's what scripture does. And that's the only way we're gonna get rid of the devil. You know, I don't think he's gonna disappear because God gave him respite into the day of judgment. So he's gonna be here. But how do we get rid of him? God put that responsibility upon us. He said we put it upon him by destroying the, 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 the very mind, that negative mind that is existing in the society, in other words, cast truth at falsehood until you knock out the brain of falsehood. That's a beautiful thing actually, it's a beautiful responsibility that we have because once we have clear perception, then truth stands out clear from error, as soon as you see the truth, and when any time falsehood is near the truth, you can see it. And then, what we're supposed to do is shine light on falsehood until we knock out his brain. you know, and I guess some people say, "Well, it just can't be that easy because if it was, how come somebody didn't say that a long time ago, they probably did, but we were so confused or under the influences of Satan's world that we didn't even hear it. Moses came, Jesus came. Matter of fact, they're still here. Their messages are still here. And some of the most uh, the most uh, sinful people are people who call themselves Christians and Jews. And now we see Muslims. We're just coming into Muslim Islam in this part of the world, in the United States of America. But now, Satan has infiltrated the mosques, not only in America, but all throughout the world. And you see some of these sinful, hideous things that Muslims are doing in the world, bombing innocent people. And you see some that are doing the crimes that Christian folks have been doing for many years. Why? Because of influence. Does that take anything away from God? Of course not. Does it take anything away from Christianity? Judaism or Islam? Of course not. It's the Satan that have infiltrated focuses on the natural environment and the natural environment is feeding that natural human being and he's stepping or he's living in accordance with the nature that God originally created him so it's a beautiful thing I mean what else can we say everything that God does is a beautiful thing because he does it for our benefit so You may say there must be more to destruction of the devil than that. If so, do you destroy human beings by killing them physically? No. Because human beings, as Satan, they they influence. They have an influence. You have to kill the influence, not the individual. You know... Adolf Hitler. And we all know Adolf Hitler, he was a not a good man at all on earth. But there are people who still follow Adolf Hitler right now. They do the signs that he does the salutes. They have the symbols. Uh, they have the influence. They have books and movies and they train children, etc. Not only in America but all over the world. So obviously they didn't kill Hitler. They killed a body, but they did not kill his influence. They did not thoroughly kill his influence. No, if if a human being has become powerful as a human being, you cannot kill him by killing him physically. Many people who grew powerful as human beings, as a mind or and influence in the world were killed physically, but they lived on mentally and historically in the world to rule the world even after their physical death. And just think about that. So you can't kill uh, uh, influence. I mean, kill a person uh, physically. You have to kill the influence. So when Imam Muhammad said, remake the world, That was a powerful, powerful statement. Powerful statement. You know, we make the influence of this world, the negative influences of this world. See, because in Scripture, when we study Scripture, you know, the the, the Ten Commandments or study the Quran or the Torah or whatever we study for what God gave us, this is the right way. And if we study it, and and apply it, then we're going to attack the influences of Satan. Because, number one, the earth was created in the manner that God desired for it in the first place. And then Satan came along and corrupted it, the earth. And then God says, as it was in the beginning, so shall it be in the end. But man has to study God's way. And then act as an influence to influence the world that Satan influenced. And quite nasty, Satan's schemes and God's schemes is quite nasty greater than Satan's. God's influence is greater than Satan's influence. Once the individual stops to take a look at the two parties, then quite nicely they'll accept their nature at every time. And their nature is God. and man is out of his nature at this particular time, and going contrary to God's will. <clears throat> so remember that. Don't look at the statements, and just just think of just think of this. Not long ago, and maybe I don't know, maybe some institutions are still teaching it, that the devil was a, a little red man with horns and a tail and a pitchfork. Down in the earth, pitching sinners into a hellfire. Boy, that's some powerful damage that was done on the psyche of human beings. So we all messed up. what you can understand why we human beings drink so much alcohol and use so many drugs and things of that nature, because their perceptions have been distorted. And once we come back into the proper Influence The influence that God gives us in scripture Then we'll be alright God knows best We know that you can stop a person From moving in his physical body By killing that physical body But if the influences in that person Have reached others in the world You have to kill his mind before the world If you kill his mind before the world World has to give up the mind. Another powerful statement by Imam Warith Mohammed. Hitler, uh, satanic, satanic influence. You know, America is a place that accepts the freedom of religion. Even Satanism you can teach. You can have an uh, institution of Satanism right here in these United States of America, and this is the freedom they call it the freedom of freedom. But what we call freedom is the freedom to please God, not just the freedom of your own appetite. Quite nasty, you're going to be had. Satan's going to get you. If you give a human being the freedom to do as he desires, without checks and balances, then he's already signed himself over to Satan. Once we understand how Satan works, who Satan is, then we better know what we can and cannot do. be taken without hands survival again it tells you that the devil that has deceived you was cast into a lake of fire and uh, you know when we see when we see uh, the beast should be taken without hands we say that this is a person who has stooped to the lowest of the low you know when we see him we don't see him as a human being, we see him as a beast preying on human beings. I don't mean, praying like prayer. I'm talking about prey that's trying to consume. So, this beast it shall be taken without hands. You know, when they nailed Jesus, or the symbol picture that we see of Jesus nailed to the cross, you know, this picture was a sign or symbol of crucifying his work. You know, man works with his hand and they're going to crucify his work so nail his hands to the cross and then we see in this same example here that the beast shall be taken without hand meaning with with uh unable to carry out actions He won't be able to carry out those negative actions that he carried out in the in the past because he he shall be taken and cast into that fire without hands. So that means that he's going to be tormented and unable to conduct his business as usual. So this is the punishment of God. Torment. The fire of torment. You know, just cast into a fire, that's the easy way out. But believe me, there is no easy way out for Satan. God gave him respite to the day of judgment and he's Gave us him the opportunity to go after the human being, take as many as you can take that have a desire to go with you. But the devotees of God, the ones who put their complete trust in God and God alone, is nothing that Satan can do. that's force from within them, not the out, not an outside force, but that force within them is become a servant of the human life. So that's the believer. That's the faithful one. So he not only does he have an angel to assist him, but also his jinn assist him. Alhamdulillah, believe God. Praise be God. Today we are destroying the devil without hands by casting him into our lake of fire. This is Imam Wati Muhammad. He said we are destroying that. Now he's bringing this picture that was came to us in the past. He's bringing it to us right in the present. He said, today, we are destroying the devil without hands by casting him into our lake of fire. And what is our lake of fire? He said, divine truth and knowledge. hitting hitna was divine truth and knowledge. And in my introduction where I mentioned Imam Wati Muhammad, he has divine knowledge. Uh, he mentioned not too long ago that the light is on. Meaning you know, the light of Clear revelation, divine truth, and knowledge. See, because keep this in mind that Satan cannot survive in the midst of truth, divine truth, and knowledge, which is life. As we mentioned early on that Dracula, he had to go back and get into his coffin in the movie or the book of uh, Dracula. He had to get into the coffin before the light came on. If not, it would disintegrate him. He came out at night. He sucked the blood of the people. This is what he does, He's influencing and sucking that blood out of him and putting his influence into the people. He said, but by morning, by dawn, he was rushing back to get into his coffin. And this is what's taking place right now. Today, we are destroying the devil with our hands by casting him into our lake of fire, which is divine truth. And knowledge. So, if we are Muslim, Christians, and Jews, and we are not teaching the knowledge and truth of God, then we are doing ourselves a disservice. That's our responsibility. It's my job to come on and make us an gym to bring clarity to somebody's mind based on the Quran. And if I can help somebody in the Bible or Torah, then I also have that responsibility. To bring divine truth and knowledge to mankind, because we are saved by the, the divine light that we put around us. And sometimes we see characters in books, especially in Christian books, and we see they have a halo or light around their head. And these are individuals who have uh, evolved or or was anointed to that divine knowledge. They have came through three stages of development and they reached that highest stage, that divine stage, and God blessed them with divine light. So that's what the light is symbolizing, coming out of their head, meaning that they have the knowledge, they have the truth of God, and just keep teaching the people, and eventually the teachings of God will destroy Satan, right before our eyes. So, casting divine truth and knowledge at falsehood, destroying the brain of falsehood, the devil, knocking out the brain of falsehood with light. So, I pray that God has blessed us to uh, bring some kind of clarity to this subject. And uh, you know, as I mentioned in the past year, on for those of you who tune in. To the archives. We have a guest number. You can call them on Thursday evening at 6 or 7 o'clock, and it's 626-213-5713. You can call in and make a comment or ask a question or whatever you desire to do. And next week, we're going to continue on part three, and we will be talking about the five senses. Same topic, five senses. Uh, the five human centers and Satan, the enemy of mankind. So we thank you for being with us this evening. May God bless you all. Peace.